Today on the Tim Miner Podcast Show for the second time, Ryan Standish, sales director of Graffinia. No. No. <laughs> I think I might have said this Can't last time. No, I'm not starting again. <laughs> sales director of... Works Manchester. Works Image Manchester Group. Image Group. Yeah. I knew that. But Ryan's also a bit of a philosopher, I say. Okay? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about... Fucking Armitage is ringing me. Hello, Ryan. Yeah, it's just, we're on the, you're on the podcast, Ryan. So do you want to say anything to Standish while he's here? Uh, you're live on the podcast. Yeah, we're live on the podcast now. Is there anything that you want to say? <laughs> because you, you are many be here, aren't you? Because I was about to say that Armitage is many be here, but he's not. Yeah, Standish, has that rash cleared up, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to be anything sensible there. I knew it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so talking about iron sharpens iron, that gentleman there, my friend Ryan Armitage and yours, sharpens my iron. So I'm gonna, I want to tell you a bit of a story. So I did my mum's podcast, 50th episode, um, and Ryan watched it. And then straight after watching it, he rang me up and he said, Tim, you need counselling. I, in my heart, oh, I was in my heart, my head, I'm just thinking, you need fucking counselling. Petulant child came out in me. You need fucking counselling. We cunt. talked about you this cunt. on the last one, parent, adult, child. Yeah, yeah. I don't need counselling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Counseling. And um, it's changed my life, mate. I've had two therapy sessions now. I've, I've got a long way to go yeah. with it. But it's that having those people around you that are willing to bring out the petulant chat. You know, he's willing to risk his own friendship to me because I, I could have said to him, look, I don't want to be a mate anymore if you're fucking saying this to me. Mm. But talk to me about that, mate, about iron sharpens iron from your perspective, having the right people around you. So it was, an, it was actually an old, old Thai boxing coach that I had that used to say it in the gym. Iron sharpens iron. He used to say it in the class. So when he was talking about it, it was when you're sparring, you want somebody that is better than you, is a completely different style to you so that you can test yourself while you're training. So the better your opponent, the, the, the better you become, the more effort you put in, the more you learn, the more you think, the more you try, the more you test yourself against these different people. That's where it originally came from. That's the first time I heard somebody say it. But I think as you kind of grow up or whether it's with your friends, like you say, with Ryan or in work, I, I just think it's applicable everywhere. Like, you know, there's a couple of people online at the minute that will say, um, hang around with four millionaires and you'll become number five. That's kind of an extreme version of it for me. Yeah. I'd probably end up fucking skin because I'd be trying to keep up with the four yeah, other millionaires yeah. and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. so that maybe doesn't. Quite, I understand that. that don't quite yeah, resonate yeah, 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 with yeah, yeah. me that side of things. Yeah. But when you use it like you've just used it in yeah. terms of y your close friendship group, yeah. Like, I need people like you and yeah. people like Ryan yeah. and people like my wife yeah. that will call me out on my bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And. It's, it would never be 
at risk of ruining a friendship, somebody calling me out on my bullshit, not with my real friends, because you know it's coming from the right place. Yeah. If some random bloke in the street or somebody that listened to your podcast that you've never met yeah. commented under that YouTube video and said, mate, you need some counselling, you'd be like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. But when it comes from somebody that you have that relationship like you do with Ryan, it, it means a little bit of something different. How do you know the people around you are sharpening your iron? Because like, there might be people out there, they've got a, a circle of friends. Obviously, in my 20s, there's a circle of friends. I thought they were friends. Mm. How, do, how, how do you decipher if they're sharpening your iron or they're trying to get one over on you? Or? So you might, you might not be able to tell straight away. Yeah. It seriously, might not be able to tell straight away. There's like, I listened to a podcast recently and there was a guy talking about it and he said that... Um, uh, some people are only meant to be in your life for a season. They're not meant to be there forever. And the way he described it was um, sending a rocket up to the moon. It has these boosters on it, doesn't it? That, but then when that rocket gets to a certain altitude, those boosters fall away because they're not made to continue going where that rocket's oh, going. Oh, wow, yeah, I love that. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I love that, yeah. So it's kind of like that. And sometimes... Them boosters falling off, it's a big fucking argument. It's a, well, I didn't fucking realise you were that kind of person. Yeah. You know, lie, cheats, whatever, whatever they've done or whatever has yeah. happened, you sometimes don't see it until they fall away. Or it might be, like I've seen it before where, like a friend of mine got, got to a certain position in, in work and he had this mate that was clearly jealous that he'd got to this, position in work and rather than it be mate I'm really proud yeah, of you congratulations yeah, yeah, well yeah, done yeah. it was kind of like a oh you're fucking yeah, fucking yeah. director now are you kind of you know a bit like that well <laughs> that's you falling off now do, do you see what I mean yeah and, and I've never actually said this to writing but it was something that I was thinking about on the way over I think that trauma or um or or people that have been through something significant in their life whatever that may be like pure darkness yeah is really sticky yeah and i think even if you just pick trauma trauma is sticky yeah so you've been through some sort of trauma in your life yeah can i just identify with you what what you think trauma is now from I, I was really, you know, until I've started talking and I thought trauma was like someone dealing with suicide or like being physically or, you know, sexually abused. It, it doesn't have to be that though. Yeah. It, it, it could be somebody's been through a, a really bad bout of depression. It could be that somebody is in recovery from... Yeah. some sort of addiction to drink or dr or something it could be that something that is yeah something that's fucked over your equilibrium that's stopped yeah. you functioning in in the way that you want to and should be functioning yeah it it, it could be absolutely anything because yeah, i be. i went to obviously talking to the therapist and stuff like at, at 7 um my mum put me in boarding school mm. and unknowing to me that's really traumatized me because i was abandoned and i was betrayed by my mum yeah 
I didn't know that until I started talking about it. And to me, that it seems quite significant because my mum had my best intentions out. But up here, it seems all right. But in here, it didn't feel right. Yeah. And it still doesn't to this day. So I'm trying to identify what trauma is. And mm. there could be so little things that traumatise you. That's, that could, that's your trauma. Yeah. But then, you know, there's hundreds of thousands, probably millions of kids that have gone to boarding school that didn't feel that way because yeah. they went to boarding school under different circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you see yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 um, yeah. And who is anybody to tell anybody what is and what is not trauma? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was really struggling with it, mate, to be honest, at one point. I, like, bet, I bet. I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a really good grasp on it now and kind of going, look, I have got trauma mm. and, I, and I've got to deal with it. Where before I was like, you know, talking to Ryan, I'm thinking, fucking hell, this lad's got trauma and he's got every fucking right to have. So who am I to say that I've got it? Do, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? It's wrong me saying it because that's just my perspective. And I have got trauma and I've accepted it and I'm like, I need to deal with it and, yeah. and, and I am dealing with it. So, so the, there could be an argument to say that the trauma is not the thing that happens to you. Yeah. As in, it's not you actually going to boarding school. Yeah. It's what you going to boarding school did Felt. inside yeah, 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 Do you yeah, see yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because she said it to me, like, we're doing a timeline of of me of my life, and I said, oh, I went to boarding school at seven, like that. And she went, Tim, you're abandoned. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, and it was like, it was like you've seen Gorilla Men, and, and it, 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 it's not your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, and she went, you're abandoned. And it fucking just... Boom! She started crying. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, just but, like, wow. But then have you found since then that when you've unpicked that a bit, whether it's with the therapist or by yourself, yep. that you start to think... I did it last night. So that's why... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like I did it last night, mate, thing. for an hour. I turned the TV off because I saw something on Instagram, right, that hit me, the same thing. And I turned the TV off and I just deciphered it. And at the end of the hour... I just went bed feeling mint yeah. because I attached that to that, and that's why I was feeling like that. Well, it start you start to. It's almost like you start to provide answers to yeah. your insecurities and to your anxieties yeah. and to the things that play on your mind constantly. Yeah. You're starting to get some clarity on where it's coming yeah. from. It's and amazing, what it means mate. and why. Yeah, yeah, it's why. changed my life. But I'll, you know, the point of it is, I would not be there if Ryan Armitage had not sharpened my iron, been had the courage and been brave enough to say, look, Tim, you need fucking what's right, it? So In risk of him, fucking, right, I don't want to be friendly anymore. Right, so pause that thought a minute. Yeah. So why do you think Ryan Armitage has got the skill to be able to listen yeah. to what you're saying. Because he felt, he felt the same trauma in me that he felt in himself. He could recognise that darkness. So this is where this stickiness of trauma comes in in friendship groups. Right. You, att you attract yeah. other trauma. I yeah. say to him all the time, Ryan's got this thing where yeah, you're right, he yeah. wants to help and he wants to fix everyone yeah, yeah. and everything all the time. Yeah. I've known the guy, what, 20 odd years. He weren't fucking like that when I first met him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You pick these things up, you learn these things, you, you, yeah. you develop... Yeah. An ability that, in my opinion, comes from dealing with something fucking horrific. Horrific. You can see it in other people, and yeah. it gives you 
almost automatic yeah. empathy to help others when you think they're going through something similar, whatever the trauma is. Beautiful, mate, isn't it? Mm -hmm. He's got a gift, hasn't he? Yeah. His, his real gift for me is putting people together. Mm. Um, you know, in that, knowing that Sally has been through that, I can put some them together and stuff, and I see him do it with other people. I'm yeah. fucking sick, that. Yeah. Just having the right people around you, it mate. Of course it is. But that's the same in, you know, it, it's the same with your friendship group. Yeah. It's the same out here. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't employ, there's no dickheads work here. No, no. And, if you if one of them managed to slip through the net, they wouldn't fucking last very long. Yeah. Because there's a high bar yeah. of quality in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna rise to a low expectation. So yeah. everybody holds each other accountable, sharpening each other's yeah. iron, questioning each other's work, challenging each other constructively. Yeah. Whether that's on a project or a website yeah. or with a, or even I've seen you do it with clients. Tell me what you like about that branding. Yeah. All you're doing is sharpening them. Tell me what you like about that because here's what I think. Changing perspectives. Absolutely. Out, absolutely. And that's what it's about. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Of course it, it is. Like, take it back to the first time I heard that yeah. saying in the side boxing gym. It's changing perception of how should I stand? Where should my hands be? What should I, how should I move? What should I be doing to counteract what he's trying to do to me? And do, do you see what I mean? I need to. Yeah figure him out before I can decide what I need to do to, to become successful in this situation. What's your biggest, like, core belief as Ryan Standish? What do you well, mean? Well, my, as I'm going through this process, like, I, I figured out that, obviously, I was abandoned, betrayed. You know, this is how I felt, right? Wasn't my mum's fault, but this is still how I felt. From that, it's my core, biggest core belief is loyalty. You've got to be loyal to me. And the behaviours, you've got to make me feel safe and you've got to, you know, not go behind my back. And, mm. or, you know, that's my biggest thing. Obviously, I need to work on it because there's a lot of insecurity attached to it. I don't think it'll ever change. I just wondered what your biggest kind of core belief value. So, what, one of the things I struggle the most with, I'm a bad overthinker. Yeah. I think I said this the last yeah, time yeah. we had a question. In fact, I've said it a few times. Yeah. I'm a bad overthinker. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that comes from when I was younger. My dad, my dad went to prison when I was a kid, when I was at primary school. Yeah. And I felt like everyone was talking about it. And everyone was talking about me and about my sister and about my mum and my grandma and my grand... Do you know what I mean? I yeah. felt... And there's this one time, and it's burned in my brain. There's this one time, there's one, it was like playtime at primary school. And uh, I just, I didn't feel like doing anything. And I was just kind of sat on the steps, just waiting for playtime to finish so I could go and get my dinner and, you know, get on with my day kind of thing. There's two dinner ladies stood like next to where I was sat talking about what had been going on with my dad. I could hear them. And I heard one of them go, isn't it a shame for him? And they're both looking at me. I thought, you fuckers. You know what I mean? As a little kid, like year five at primary school. So I was a bit, I don't know what, t 10? And it's burned in my brain. 
So I've got, I think that's where that comes from. Yeah. This like, almost like a bit of a need to please everybody right. and a, a, a bit of a need to yeah. feel wanted and feel liked and feel popular and all that sort of stuff, which mm. is fine. And I think as I've grown up, it's, mm. Sorry, as I was growing up, I probably did that in a really unhealthy way. Do you know what I mean? But now I kind of recognise it. I have to almost take myself out of it sometimes and think, no, this is just yeah, yeah, this yeah, me yeah. chimp kicking off here. Like, it's not reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I'll read an email and think, well, what, what does he mean by that? And I wonder who else has seen this and go down a rabbit hole with it and I have to take a breather. And Do you know what I mean? So I think... For me, I, I have to. I have to assume that everybody is a nice person until they're not. Right. And I, I think I've said to you before, and I've definitely said to Ryan before, every single person I meet, a hundred percent has my complete trust until they don't. Whereas it used to be, I don't trust you until I do, or I don't believe you until I do. Yeah. I've had to kind of flip that round a little bit and kind of go all right, I completely trust you until I don't. I completely believe you until I don't. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose to try and answer your question, it's I I have to believe that everybody is there for the right reason mm. to do the right thing until they prove me otherwise, I guess, if that makes sense. So would you say like trust is kind of your core belief then, your, your biggest one? Yeah, I think so. One of them, yeah. 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 Because it's 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 them little things. I mean, you know, I'll go back to my th therapist, and she Sally said something to me. She goes, "Look, Tim, like one of my biggest traumas is that I um, I was in school and I, I adored this teacher. She's talking about this teacher. I don't know, it was art or something mm. like that. Um, and she just held her in such high regard. You remember? And then one day, like I think she said, she was daydreaming or doing something. And the teacher brought her to the front of the class, lifted her skirt up, and smacked her legs. And she says, it traumatised me because yeah. the person who was meant to make me feel safe and what's it, once I felt really embarrassed and shame, and then second, the person that I was looked up to and what's it, almost betrayed me. Just undone it all. Undone in everything one, in, one in, one, action. in one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that that kind of thing, yeah. you know when we were saying before about um, getting to a certain altitude and the boost is dropping off yeah. or you've 100% got my trust until you don't, Yeah, those boosters falling off or that loss of trust can literally be one thing. Yeah, Like literally could be one thing. Yeah, And that one thing doesn't have to be a big thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's massive for me. Because you it know. depends, again, it goes back to what your core belief is. Yeah, I mean, that, that betrayal thing, you know, the, the the loyalty thing, the betrayal thing for me, literally one little thing, it can do, do you know, I've done it before in the past. Mm. I've literally got rid of people just because they've, like, and it might be something really small and it's pretty insignificant and trivial, to be honest. But that one thing, because it's so solid in my core belief. Like, See you later. Yeah, See you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, get it. And I'm trying, I'm trying to change that a bit, you know. Um, but, but to a degree, mate. I, I like when just, it's unhealthy, I was just like what you say. I was just going to say, it's still, you know, it's still a massive thing. But yeah. there's times where, like, maybe Ryan will say something or do something, um, and to me, I, f I feel it there. But really, when I think about it, it's like, no, it's just Ryan being Ryan, and it's like, and they're unhealthy that 
what I was feeling. That's from little Tim's telling you that. Yeah. And, and I, need, I need to be aware of that and work on that and then, you know, just kind of... Yeah, I don't think... I was going to say, I don't think it's about changing who you are to, mm. to fit in with the world. Yeah. To, to, yeah, 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 to, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think it's figuring out your place in the world yeah. and then finding the people that sit yeah. around it yeah. in, and not the other Well, like you said, once you start putting out that frequency, like Ryan, you put out that, you kind of get it back. Yeah. You know, like you and what's it, you stick, don't yeah, they? You stick yeah, yeah. the people. Yeah. What um, what's your biggest sort of thing that sort of life lesson that you've had? What's the biggest sort of like cathartic moment in your life where you thought, "Wow, that's been a real big learning curve for me." Um, okay, I could have pretty warm me. You're gonna ask me that. I didn't know. I just fucking. I didn't know. <laughs> I was gonna ask just that. Making shit up. I just make sure. Does that mean you talk? Don't we? Just like kind of what comes out. I just. Um, um, I just wondered if you like, you know, what sort of them, them moments in your life where it, it's kind of change standards identity I, for the better life. I'll tell, tell you one thing, right? I remember, and it's, it is work-related, but it's kind of not as well. Going back a few years now, um, it was the first sort of management leadership type role that I'd ever got. And I hadn't been doing the job for very long. And the organisation that I was working at um, announced that they were making some redundancies and at the time I used to head up like this um, it was almost like an internal union thing you know like a, we're here for the employees yeah, yeah, yeah. so I used to head up that I was a new manager and the area of the business that I worked in was about to go through this redundancy process what so I'm a little bit like, fucking hell. Yeah. Like, this is a lot because I've got the kind of, the business side of things to deal with. Yeah. But then I've got the people side of things to deal with, which I'm also responsible for. And then somehow I've got to make sure I've, I, I, I'm doing both of those things in the right way while still managing a team, while still driving a performance and doing everything else. Um, and the head of sales at the time, he pulled me to one side and he was like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I was but like, I was buzzing because I felt so busy and, you know, pro I probably felt quite important yeah, and yeah. I was playing quite a big role in yeah, what yeah, was yeah. going, you know, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I was like, fucking, oh, this is great. You know, I'm getting to be involved with this that I've never done. I'm getting to be involved with this that I've never done. And I'm helping all these people through this process and da, 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 da. And I said all this to him and he was like, just be careful. I was like, what's he fucking what are you talking about? He went, just be careful. He said, because when all this is over, your body's going to remind you that you need a rest. And I was like, fuck off. Like, thinking I was some fucking superhero. I swear to God, the consultation process finished and all the decisions had been made, all the exits had been, everything was done from the, the kind of redundancy thing from the business I was in. That was all done. Then all the follow-up meetings with this kind of internal union thing got all that, all that, got all that done, signed off, finished. Got to the end of the month with my sales team. Target done, finished, sorted. Walked out of work on the Friday. 
woke up Saturday morning, fucked. Like, fucked. And it was as if my body had gone, well done, fucking stay in bed. And I was honestly ruined for about three days. Just felt awful, drained, knackered, ill, everything. And I thought, how the fuck did he know that this yeah. was going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So from, literally from then, it, that again has stayed, just stayed burned in the back of my mind. Make sure that it's okay if you're dealing with all this stuff, but make sure there is that bit of shut us down, chill, forget it, get the rest so that you can deal with the rest of it in the, the, the best way possible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's that self-care, that rest that's stuck with me. So that's why you changed everything up from... Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you do a lot now, mate, don't you? You know, with the, the meditation in the bath and stuff and, yeah. you know, the boxing and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was honestly, it just, it, it was mad. But then, it, historically, and I've seen it in different businesses, um, thankfully, it's not, it, it, it's not the culture in my business, but this working every hour always on always responding always reachable contactable it's it's so fucking toxic Mm. it is so toxic and i'll say to my guys now you know i need you to be a hundred percent when you're in the building when you when you're actually working i need you at 100 percent. and if that means you've got to switch your phone off at six o'clock on a friday and not switch it back on till monday then that's what we've got to do. do you, you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, people should feel confident enough to say that in their own businesses. If you want me to perform at my best, you need to leave me the fuck alone at the weekend. You know what I mean? I get it. Um, obviously, Ryan will say you something different because he's got his own business and stuff and he's, yeah. like, he's on his phone. I mean, I, I, I've kind of yeah, done it. Whether a- he admits it or not, mate, he needs a switch off. Yeah. And he, he never fully switches off. I get it. He can't because yeah. he, he has to be there. Yeah. But he, he, he still does his cold water therapy. Yeah. Does his meditation. Yeah. Does his training. Does his running. Yeah. What happens if you ring him when he's running? I can't get hold of him, can you? No. So that's his bit. So I might need a day. Yeah. He might need 25 minutes to do 5K. Yeah. And he's all right, and that clears his head. Yeah, no, a million percent, mate, a million so percent. It, it, I'm just it, thinking in my head how I'd go about it, but... Every I, single person needs I don't have that as charge m- point. Yeah, I don't have as much, I know it sounds ridiculous, this, but as much pressure as you or as Ryan, because Betty literally answers all my emails. Gaz manages the thing, which allows me to just float about and do what I do best. Yeah. And obviously, I've got a certain time in the morning where I don't answer my phone, a certain time where I won't answer it at night. So I do do it. I do do it. I do do it. And it's, it's really important. Let me ask you this question. So that's a really significant part of you, sitting on them steps and then two dinner ladies, right? The talking behind your back and stuff. Does that come into play when you're at work thinking... Yeah, I fucking hate it. Like, what are they saying behind my back and stuff? How do you, how do you get over that? I asked the question. Do you? Yeah. Just straight up. I've got to ask the question. I've got to ask the question. Is there something you need to talk to me about? And I will ask that question, not in an aggressive way. Yeah. And I'll ask that question of anyone. Have you got a problem with me? Have you got to say something? 
Well, I see, I wouldn't even ask it like that because I think that can be quite aggressive if you've got some sort of problem with me. Do, do, talk to me do, about do, delivery, right? Because, like, Gaz talks to me about it all the time. Like, you know, Gaz is another person that sharts my iron and we can yeah. talk and we talk on a really, you know, good level. Um, and, you know, from the who Gaz used to be to, he is now totally different. He used to deliver it, like, a little bit like... He's right in what he's saying, mm. but the way he deliver it is not right. And to he, you and he's, or to everyone? To everybody. Right. Yeah. It can be a little bit different with me because I, I need that. I need mm. somebody to shock my system like Ryan does where I go, what the fuck are you talking to? I need that yeah. to actually get over See, it. See, but that that was going to be my next point. The delivery, the delivery would depend on the recipient. Right. Because... I've got friends like you and Ryan that I could say, mate, is this some sort you of problem here? Like, yeah, do, yeah. do we need to have a conversation yeah, yeah, about yeah, something? Because yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like you've got something on your mind you, yeah. you're not talking to me about. Yeah. But if that was, I don't know, um, I don't know, so like it's somebody in work that I don't know as well as you, then maybe the delivery would be a little bit softer. Do you, do you see what I mean? It, it, yeah, no, a million it, it, percent, mate. It, it depends it, it takes, on who, who you're asking the question. Yeah, it takes a leader to do that, though, doesn't it? Of course it does. It, it takes somebody oh, Well, with... not necessarily a leader. It it, it it takes somebody with a bit of empathy and a bit of emotional intelligence. Because if if I said to you, Tim, you look like you've got something on your mind. Is there something you want to talk to me about? You've gone, oh, mate, I'm, I'm sound, honestly, I'm a bit tired, whatever. But if I said verbatim exactly the same words to you know, one of my colleagues in work, they might be like, oh my God. Run away! That could be deemed as me being aggressive with somebody. Yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's, uh, you know, Joe Bloggs. I'd much rather prefer that we were both feeling comfortable in what's going on in the office or what's going on with this project. Yeah. So if there's anything we need to kind of table or thrash out between us, let's let's have the conversation and make sure we're both kind of cool with what's going on. Is that all right with you? Yeah. And they yeah, kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, actually, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. this email and I don't really know what you meant by it. And yeah. we'll have the conversation. Yeah. You're good at that, you, aren't you? That's one of your gifts, that, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just think, you know, communication and, like, being relatable and stuff, like, you, you've, you've got a really beautiful chameleon way about you where you can talk to Charlotte in a certain way where you talk to me in a certain way and then you can transfer it into like do you know what I mean not everybody can do that can they um, have you thought about it before you've got this like amazing little chameleon way about you no I, I haven't to be honest because but you're not doing it for yourself you're doing it for that other person because you know that it's right for that person pop 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 Possibly, yeah. I, I know. I, I know what it's like to be made to feel like shit. So I will never intentionally do that to somebody else. Very good, mate. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fucking million percent. I felt that. Like I've been made to feel an absolute dick. Yeah. Do, you know, I've been in. Fuck me, I've been in sales presentations before where the sales director sat back and gone, "I don't even want to fucking listen to your slides. Sit down, you fucking." And like you got a room full of your peers, and you kind of like fucking hell, that fucking Hurt. yeah, that smarts a bit. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just that, isn't it? Like you said, it's them traumas and stuff like that that make you into the amazing person yeah. that you are. You know, from you being felt like that, being traumatized, and what's it has now become 
you being this. When I was a little kid, I put my hand on the iron while my mum was ironing. Fuck me, that hurt. Never did it again. It's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. It's It's the emotional ones, though. I can, I can, I can deal with physical pain, me. You know what I mean? I put myself through the fucking ring. I'm like, look, I can fucking, I can, you know what I mean? But it's, when she told me that we're abandoned, I'm like, fuck me, I'd, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so let's say me and you had a big fallout. Yeah. I'd rather you filled me in in the car park yeah, yeah, than yeah. give me the yeah, silent me treatment for yeah, two yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't deal with the yeah, yeah. What, what's going on, yeah. the uncertainty. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that mean Ryan said something to me um, that kind of hit me right in the what's it. Um, and, and what I've learned to do now, I don't know if I'm getting old or whatever, I just said, look, Ryan, let me put the phone down the sun and I just need to process this. Yeah. It took me a day and then rang up in the morning and then I just had a really decent conversation with him. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, I love that about myself now, <laughs> instead yeah. of not being reactive and yeah. fucking tearing someone's head if he doesn't deserve but it. Well, I'm, could, could you have done that with somebody that you're not as close to Ryan with? Honestly. I don't know how I'd be. Or would that be the thing that made the booster fall off? Yeah, probably. Do, do you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is why it's so important yeah, to have that, yeah. the, that group of people around you because there will be somebody in your life. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the thing is you're talking about, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. But there will be somebody in your life now yeah. that you could not have had that conversation with. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, you're right, and man. that would have been the thing that you yeah, were fucking have, doing. Yeah, yeah, that see fucker, it, see yeah, ya. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prick. Yeah, yeah. But never, because of that relationship, yeah. Give me a minute, mate. Let me process this thing. Never thought of that, man. <sighs> Fucking hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. The list of people that you would call back is smaller than you think. Yeah, it's really small. But it's about five. I, I reckon I could count on one and what my list. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right, mate. And those are the ones that sharpen you. That list. Yeah. That callback list. Whatever happens, I'll fucking call that guy back. I'll call that girl back. Yeah. You're thinking about your list, aren't you? I am a little bit, mate, because I don't th- I don't think I've actually put it down. I've always said I've got a small circle. It'll change as well, by the way. Yeah. That list will change because I think what a lot of people do is they attach their strongest friendships to to time spent. Well, I've known, I've known him 25 years, so he's definitely my number one. I've only known him three years, so he's, he's yeah, not on the list yet. Yeah, and that's, yeah, bull, yeah. that's bullshit, that's bullshit, that really, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got two friends that I've been friends with. I, in, in my head, my whole life, one since I was three, and Mr. Armitage since I was 16. What is it that kind of sharpens your own iron? Obviously, you know, iron sharpens iron, but like you you sharpen your own iron, obviously. Is it podcasts? What what's the big what's the biggest thing that I I I, I really like listening to perspective. Yeah. Now I also like listening to how people articulate their own perspective yeah, as well. Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. That, that's what I like about you. And that's what I like about Gaz. Because you both, 
Now I said this to Gaz, he's almost, both of you are sages to me. You give both give sage advice. And if I came to you, you kind of go, do, 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 and I'm going, right. Okay, right, sound. Perception, perspectives changed. Love it. I can go ahead with that. Do you know what I mean? And what you're saying is like, you're listening to stuff that articulates stuff that you can kind of rationalise that point of view, that perspective. It it kind of makes sense. So like, I listened to a podcast with... um you know, that Shire, Shire, Le- Shire LeBerth, LeBerth. Yeah, I watched that. If you listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Where he's talking about kind of hitting his rock bottom yeah, and what yeah, he's done yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and all Was that. it with another actor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real Ones, it's called. Yeah, that's right. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Raw that, weren't it? Very. Yeah. But listening to that then gets me thinking about a, a couple of friends of mine that are, are in recovery and going through... Yeah. Nobody's process is the same in that arena, I don't think. But it made me kind of think, well, I remember what that person said and how that made them feel. And he's kind of saying something similar, but in a slightly different way. And I like how that kind of crosses over. Um, and I think it then sort of, I feel like it equips me a little bit to be able to have a different level of conversation with a, another person that might be going through True. that yeah. recovery process. That's great, that mate. Do, do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I love it. So, like, I love that. Like in that podcast, Shia LaBeouf says um, he's talking about the the group, the meetings that he goes to, and he's absolute fucking killer statement, and loved it. He said the reason I like it is because I don't have to go through the bang bang. I don't have to explain my behaviour and what I've done and why I've done it. They've all fucking done the same, done worse, done less, but no one gives a fuck. We don't have to explain the bang bang. And I love that. Yeah, it's really good at that, isn't it? It's like with your group of mates. Yeah. None of my mates have to explain the bang bang. And I love that. Yeah, I love that as well. Never thought of that, mate. It's nice, that, isn't it? Yeah. Knowing you're not on your own. But again, you know, I ain't sharp me night. I mean, I've not... I'm not in recovery, so I don't want to speak on it yeah. because I'm not going through that process. But listening to my friends that are going through that process and certain podcasts, reading certain things or, or whatever, we talk about iron sharpens iron. What about them guys in the meetings, whether it's, you know, yeah. alcohol, whatever, Yeah, that group of people that support each other in that way that is fucking iron sharpening iron. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Somebody in recovery who has a sponsor, yeah. who holds them accountable, who is on the end of a phone, who challenges their internal beliefs, who challenges the thought, but like that is fucking iron sharpening iron. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, fucking hell, mate. Yeah, I never thought of it like that, but yeah, that's what it is, that, isn't that, it? That that's, is. that's, why, that's why they're there, aren't they? Of course it is. With no judgment. You talk to anybody that's gone through that process or is going through that process of recovery, they will all tell you that those meetings, those groups, those people is what keeps them on that path. People that have gone through the same trauma, that have got that sticky, I'll fucking have the conversation with you. Been through that before, haven't we? I I can recognise your frequency. Exactly. I understand what you've been through. I understand what you're going through. 
don't worry about scaring me with don't your worry fucking about stories, that. mate. <laughs> do, do you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. That's, a, that's that what it's about. That, that's there? what it's about. And, and with that comes a, a form of trust and loyalty. Of course it does. Doesn't there? Yeah. Which is what everyone's looking for, aren't they? Yeah. A sense of belonging. Belonging, purpose, yeah. a bit of clarity as to what's going on, relationships, a yeah. bit of love. What's your... Let me just shift the focus a little bit. What's your... Um, I talked to you about my mushroom experience, didn't I? My mushroom ceremony and started doing psilocybin. No. Right. You told me... I knew about the Campbell. Yeah, I did the Campbell one. I, I did... Um, I'm doing sort of mushrooms. Again, want to sharpen my own iron. Want to kind of have a look at little Tim and what shit he's been holding onto and stuff like that. Um, I wonder what your thoughts were on it. On psilocybin, ayahuasca, this kind of thing. So... I don't know a huge amount about it, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I obviously know what it is. I know a couple of people that microdose and they've kind of explained yeah, 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 some yeah. of the benefits and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, it's never something I've really kind of thought, mm, maybe I should have a go at that. Yeah. You, you know, I've watched a couple of documentaries on yeah, ayahuasca. Yeah. I, 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 if I'm honest, I feel like I, I like the romance of ayahuasca yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. what my perception of what it will do. Yeah. But there's also a little bit of me thinks, what the fuck is that going to wake up inside me? Before I did it, mate, I, I, was, was, a bit I, like, oh. I was petrified. Absolutely petrified, thinking I'm going to be sat in the corner in Sankey's, fucking paranoid to fuck, <laughs> like people are fucking, I'm just like. <laughs> um, but it weren't like that. It's, I mean, I kind of got there. There were 10 people in the room and three sort of space holders um, and we had a little bite into the chocolate. One of my big things was control. So I'm just like, lie there on my back, eyes shut. Um, okay, I'm like, this is how it's going to go, okay? I'm going to come up a little bit, we're going to have a great time. <laughs> Colours, magical music, right? It just went... Slap you across the face. Fuck me, mate. I... Um, one of the things got presented to me that I smoked a bit of weed and this weed was really strong when I was 19. Totally forgot about it. I haven't a fucking clue. And I had a panic attack and he had to leave a shopping mall um, and I was just like, what the fuck? And it went, nah. And I was like, no. My breathing started going. Going right back to the panic attack. And then it was there. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm literally... I'm, You're not I stand it, yeah. I, know, I know, mate. I'm literally wanting to put my hand up and say, I need to get off this. I am, mate, honestly, I'm petrified. Petrified of that feeling again. And it came so close, mate, that I had to... I couldn't do nothing else but accept it. Once I accepted it, it just went, poof. Disappeared. And this beautiful fucking feeling came over me that I was just like, wow. Wow. I've been holding on to that in my subconscious. If I sat with my therapist, I could not have told her that because I couldn't remember it. Yeah. But that traumatised me, that. And for me, the mushrooms have opened up my subconscious. I can't escape from my own bullshit. Yeah. No matter how big and great, I'm fucking nothing. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. And that's what it showed yeah. me. And I was like, fuck it, this is incredible. It was the most beautiful experience that I've ever had. It was dark, it was horrible. At the end of it, it was yeah. beautiful. And I've ever since I've been deciphering it. 
and there was a few things that have happened that I've told Sally and just said, look, what's this all about? Why why did that get presented to me? And we've kind of unraveled it. And yeah. I'm on this amazing journey, mate, about like this thing. I love it. I lo- honestly loved it. Um, and that's come from somebody yeah. saying to you, you need some fucking counsel. Yeah, yeah. Mate. One of my circle, sharp in my iron. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah, it? it's been fucking mint, mint, mate. I honestly I just I feel so much lighter. Listen, I've got a lot to go. And yeah. there's so much more, but I feel so much lighter. Just from just being aware just, of it. Just, well, that's it. I was just going to say, it might be a massive, great, big, long journey you're going on. But yeah, yeah. You're on it. I'm on the fucking path, you, mate. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, I love it. But I just, because great. I know you and stuff like that, and I know the what's it, I just kind of wonder what your thoughts were on the psilocybin and the mushrooms. Because well, I don't think you think there is, it's not like that, mate. And at the end, we'll go back to the circle and recovery. Everybody at the end shared their experiences at the yeah. end. And, th- and there think, was so much similar stuff. You're like, wow. I think as well, though, the 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 backstory with mushrooms doesn't come from that place for me. So anybody that I knew or have known, yeah, yeah, stick it to Vince someone shit and fucking like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. gonna make mushroom tea yeah, and trip yeah, our fucking balls yeah, off yeah, and yeah, eat yeah, mushrooms yeah. in Amsterdam and yeah. everyone's fucking wired off their head. Yeah, and no. Like that does just doesn't interest me yeah. any of that. It's not that. Um, so I suppose it's changing my perception more towards. Yeah. Like yeah, we yeah, went yeah. to um, uh, Dave Balf did a. Oh, did he breathing session today? Oh no, this was a while ago. It's about August time, something yeah. like that. Um, he did like a, a men's only oh, yoga thing over in Warrington. So oh man! It was on a Saturday. I was like, I'm going to go and see what yeah. it's like. And one of the guys that goes to that same yoga class I go to on a Monday, he. he when and the rest of the guys in there, I'd never met any of them before. That GoPro Bry was in there, he's oh, a right. fucking character, legend. In. So we're all in there and we were just having a bit of a chat at the end and it was like, um, he did like this, uh, I think it was like a three word checking or something like that and everyone's kind of did it and we're all having a chat and there's a guy next to me and he, he said that he'd just started uh, microdosing a couple right. of weeks before. Yeah. And he was saying the same, like, he kind of opened up yeah. A different area of my head that I, I didn't know was there, and he yeah. was telling, he, he was saying kind of to the group, but yeah. how good of a, a, a experience thing it, was. it was. But yeah, I'm not sure on the microdosing, mate. I just like because what I had was a, like a full on macro dose, and I feel like if you micro dose, it's almost like kind of you get used. To, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. but this is what I mean. I, for I, me, I for me, either. I was like I needed that that kind of hit of a kind of thing to it. Yeah. But I mean, one bit, mate. I was just I was in there. My eyes were shut, and they, they had, the three girls had these shamanic drums. They're just like boom, boom, boom. Fucking hell, you could feel it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my eyes split, right? Like that. At the bottom, I could see myself, the normal world and stuff. And then in the top view, they were like 10 tribesmen just like bouncing like that, <laughs> looking at me. It's like I tapped into theirs and they tapped into mine. I was like, whoa, this is fuck. It felt like really tribal and like, I was like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was sick. But then, obviously, then a fucking another dark fucking blanket came over, just like, not another. I can't be that fucked, can I? Can I be that fucked, really? Um, I got shown um, three faces of what my impatience looks like my control and like mm. when I'm like look fuck it I need to get the fucking like Ryan's exactly the same when he wants something fucking doing it needs to be now if it's not then yesterday fuck, yeah, right yeah, yeah. And yeah I got shown three of them faces what it's like when, when I'm so I ran to work 
five days later with a dog and he's just sniffing, having a wee. I'm just like, fuck, come on, you. I was like, whoa. There's one of them. <laughs> Mate, in that moment, it was beautiful because I could recognise my bullshit. Yeah. I was like, forget that. It's a fucking... I was just like, you just sniff, mate. And it just like this sense of like, I just let it go again. This horrible like thing. Yeah. I'm just like... I was, I was saying before, um, <laughs> I think I, I think the world at the minute, everyone, yeah. it, it, everyone's got a bit of an edge, I think. Yeah. I think it's been an horrible couple of years with COVID yeah. and all that. And this is like, you know, coming to the first Christmas, everyone's allowed, you know, all that yeah. stuff. And weather changing, people's habits changing, everybody's drinking a bit more, eating a bit more, you know, all the kind yeah, of stuff yeah. that isn't always great for yeah, the body. I never body. thought of that, yeah. And I think, um, like I was saying to you before, I fell off my routine a bit this week. Yeah. Like a couple of times this week, I've got all, opened the curtains and thought, I ain't fucking yeah. defrosting that car and driving to the gym now and get back in bed. Not realising that getting back in bed means then I've not trained and I've not trained, so then I've not had my bath or and then I've not had my bath and not done my meditation and before you know it your routine's fucked and I'm waking up like a bear with a fucking sore head um, and I kind of I kind of feel at the minute like everybody around the window of tolerance is a bit smaller yeah a little bit less patient yeah uh, uh, you know a lot, lots of little things going on. My delivery's not turned up and my fucking plans have cancelled and I'm supposed to be doing this and my car's not started and it's freezing and I've not been to the gym. Da, 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 all these little things. And I think where everybody has this kind of um, tolerance level, I think when it comes down a little bit and people are banging their head on it, it changes the tone a, a, a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So people will misread an email or yeah. take something from a text message yeah. that you don't fucking yeah. isn't actually there. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 and before yeah. you know it, everyone's like, "Well, what do you mean, fucking? What's this?" And yeah. he's fucking being a dick. And what's that about? And da 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 da. Yeah. And I think having what you've just said to be able to go recognize it. I know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a little breather. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what? What to be said about that, isn't there? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. exactly the that's exactly the, the the point I'm making. Exactly the point I'm making. I think it's really important, especially at the minute. Especially at the minute. And this, you know, this is why I wanted to do this podcast, mate, because it's like I know, you know, us as a circle we sharp it, but I want everybody watching. I want to sharpen their iron. Mm. I want people watching this now to kind of you know set and change the perspective on stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. get try and get the right people around you. You know, sharpen your own iron. You know, look at things and just kind of take a little. You know, before reacting, just stop a little it's, second. Do you know what? It's, kinda... it, it, it's really hard. It yeah. is really hard. But there's so much to be taken from doing it. Yeah. Just every. I guarantee every single person in this building this week has read an email and gone dickhead. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, dickhead, bang, straight off, bang. But if you actually read it, close it. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a think. Yeah. Like. We used to do this. Uh, used to do this feedback, this feedback loop thing, years ago, and it's like um, three three perspective feedback. So you've got three people in a situation. So let's say me and you have had a bit of a problem, or I've not done something on a project, or whatever. We've had a bit of a, me and you have had a bit of a to do. Yeah. So there'd be me, you, and somebody completely out of the situation. Mediator. Yeah. No, well, no, not even a mediator. 
So me and you would do this together. So you got person one, person two, person three, yeah? Mm. So you're person one, I'm two. Three is nothing to do with the situation, ah, right? Okay. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're person one, you give your perspective. And we literally move, we move spot. So then I'll go, now give me my perspective. So you'll go, well, maybe Ooh. the way you're seeing it is da 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 now you're the person that's out of it now give them two people some advice well Whoa. I actually think you're being a bit of a tit and you're being a little bit emotional so maybe the maybe the the fix is xyz that's sick that you see what yeah I, mean? I love that yeah yeah but literally doing that and moving to the other spot and giving what you think is their view and my view and that person's view you unpick it together that's really good mate. it's a bit extreme do you, 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 do you know what i mean but um, it needs to be though doesn't it sometimes to get to the to the bottom of something yeah but that can be quite good and it's that's just a, a more complex version of reading an email taking a breather and reading it again and going right well maybe what they actually meant is da 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 da, da. And if you're still unsure, ask the question. And it doesn't have to be a, what do you fucking mean by that email? It could be a, Tim, can I just clarify something? I've just read that email and I kind of think that that means this. Am I right or are you asking me something else? And then you might come back and say, well, no, what I mean is, all right, cool, let's move on. What's your standpoint on, let's say for instance, now, I'm not saying this is my thing, right? But if I wanted Betty to look after herself more, obviously she's employee, part of my staff, but I wanted her to do more exercise and start eating better and stuff like that, what's your standpoint on giving advice to your staff members? I know I don't, I, sometimes I like, across the line me, and I've got a bit of a problem with it, it's just because I care about them so much. I want them to do kind of more within the personal life to, to make yeah. them, them I, I, better. There's a lot of different. Um, there's a lot of. How can I word this now? I'm trying to avoid using the word caveat because it's a right dick word. It's fine. Um, there's a lot of caveats to yeah. that conversation. So I'll, get, I'll give you an example. Years ago, when I was um, repping, I was a holiday rep, I was yeah. head rep for a while. And we had one member of staff that really didn't look after herself. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind, you're in Mallorca, it's boiling hot, you're running around all over the place. You can imagine how important things like personal hygiene is, yeah? So it was like, you're gonna have to have a word. Now I'm thinking, how do you sit down with somebody and say, your whole team are complaining about your personal hygiene? That's an awful conversation to have, especially if that individual is unaware that mm. their personal hygiene is yeah. not where it should be. Um, so what I decided to do was make a little, I made a little, got, I bought a load of stuff and made a little hamper for everybody in the team and did a little flyer to say how important it was with the temperature going up. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Here's some nice shower gel, deodorant, da, da. gave everybody one. And I was fortunate that that worked. <laughs> because you know what it feels like to be, be made feel shitty, oh. where you're sat on a step and somebody's talking about you behind your back and you're not going to ever make anyone feel like that again. That's sick, that, mate, isn't it? But 
but that was an easy way to do it. You know what I mean? It's the right way to do it. Yeah, but the, you might be in a situation where you haven't got the money to go and buy those things or to get a flyer done or whatever. So it might be that you just sit down and you have a chat with the team and just say, look, it's getting really hot outside, guys. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what, what do you do for everybody in there that promotes, other than you going to the gym and eating healthy, what do you do for them that promotes that way of living, that yeah. lifestyle? Because whenever you buy lunch, you buy fucking Nando's. Yeah. You'll get something healthier. Instead of taking the team out on the piss on a Friday, yeah. take them out for a walk, go up river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Attach the work things to something healthier. Yeah. I don't know. So, your standpoint on... Obviously, you can do that within work, but you can't tell them to do something outside. Of, look, I'm, I'm just—I'm not actually saying that I want someone to do this, yeah, but yeah. I just—I uh, think with people that have been here before, I've done that. Not with anybody now, and I've kind of crossed the line. Look, you should be doing this when you're outside of work, and kind yeah. of what's it? I've, what's your thing no, I, on I that? I get it because the way you are, you feel a personal responsibility yeah. for the people that yeah, do. work with you. Yeah, I do. But the reality is that outside of working hours, they're not your responsibility. Yeah, no. In the nicest way possible. No, no, no. And it's great that you've got such great relationships with everybody. Yeah. And I'm sure you talk to everybody outside of work. You do stuff outside of work. But it's not your responsibility. Yeah. You, you can advise and mm. support and provide an environment that encourages mm. that way of kind of behaving, of living, of whatever. Yeah. But at six o'clock when everybody bounces out the door, mate, it's not your responsibility if, you know, person A wants to go home and smoke 20 fags and drink three bottles of fucking vodka. It's not your problem. Yeah. Unless it starts to affect what they're doing in, in the work. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then th there's a conversation to be had, isn't there? If somebody's coming in, stinking of fags, hungover, knackered, no personality, yeah. you know, feeling shit all the time because of their lifestyle. If it's affecting work, then that is a different conversation. What can I do to... What can I do to support you? Yeah, it's good that, mate. I do have, a, I do think I do struggle with that a little bit. Yeah. Feeling responsible for everybody. Um, it does put a lot of pressure on me. I do. I, abandoned. I, yeah. Yeah. I could know what it feels like to be abandoned. So have to fend for yourself. Maybe there's a couple of people out there that you feel offending for themselves and you want to help them out a bit. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. That's not a bad thing. I know it's not, I know it's not but it's like... Because, you, you know, know, you're doing the same as me. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want people to feel like shit. And if there's something I can do to stop them feeling like shit, then I'll do it. If there's something you can do to stop yeah. people feeling like they're on their own, then maybe that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Mad at it when you talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. It's really powerful, mate. Honestly, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate you, you know, sharp me iron coming on, you know. I just want to keep you, on, mate. keep talking and communicating everybody and yeah, like, yeah. don't be scared to be vulnerable and, you know, it's um, it's an amazing thing, life. It's gonna, it sucks, it does suck, but there's some beautiful times in it, isn't there? Yeah. That's it, we're gonna wrap it up, mate. <laughs> You made it all the way through Whoa! without me crying. <laughs> Mate, honestly, recently I'm fucking crying on stage. I'm cr oh Christ, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's good. It is what it is. It's good. It out, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, mate.
Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye.